Lights, camera, action. Welcome to the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. And welcome back to the Scrapbook Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Pratt, with my fellow host, Sunflower. And um, this probably is like a Lifetime movie or some shit, as, <laughs> I, as I'm thinking about it. Um, I wrote this as an idea a, a long time ago. And so... This is uh, obviously rate and tell me title. The, and yes. title, please, yes. from you. So we have Kenneth Stevenson, aka his real name is uh, Abdul Hassan Abdul. Oh, and he is um, Moroccan, hmm. right? And he is a well-known artist. Um, in, in my world, mm-hmm. he's a well-known artist and he's just staring with clay covered hands. He's just staring into, um, and he's holding the envelope. Staring out of his, um, gigantic window in his studio and around his studios, like clay sculptures, beautiful clay sculptures, some finished, some not finished. People holding one another, a child being, you know what I mean, in the grasps of a of a turtle, you know what I mean? shit yeah. like that, just art, art shit. And a knock on his knock at the door, and he, gr- like he puts away his um, the envelope that he had. He stuffs it in his pocket, and it's his wife, and his wife is just his beautiful porcelain goddess. And she's like, uh, Kenneth, you know what I mean? Um, are you okay? The, the, uh, it's name, same name, Jennifer, Jennifer's birthday today. And we're all waiting for you to, you know, blow the candles. Uh, I didn't know you were going to be working today. And he was just like, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I, it just, things got away from me. I was just working on a new piece. He goes down there and it's Jennifer's birthday. And everybody sings happy birthday. And he, with his clay-covered hands, uh, hastily washed. He sings happy birthday. But there's a a vacancy Mm -hmm. in his eyes. There's something missing. And and after the party, he, like, gives his daughter a hug and stuff. He's in a few pictures. And he goes right back to his studio. And uh, he has three kids. um, Jennifer... Say a fucking name. Last name? No. Samantha. And? Taylor. Taylor. Okay. So he has three girls. And um, so he goes and starts to create again. And I want the background of how he's, how he came to who he is through memories. Right, so as he sits back down to um, sculpt this clay, he has a memory of him um, in uh, Morocco, like while everybody's like praying and shit like mm-hmm. that. He's like in the back, like with his best friend, shooting marbles or some shit like that, or, yeah, or talking. And his best friend comes close to him and shit, and they kiss each other. Oh, and he's just like. And they 
like kind of like back off of each other and shit, and they go right back into it and they kiss each other again. Wow. And and their time together grew because it's it's just a feeling that you have. It just feels right. Yeah. And they, whenever nobody's looking, they hold hands and stuff like that, or hug a little bit too long, or. And one day he's caught, kissing, this guy. Right. Mm-hmm. This would be years later. So he's about seventeen mm-hmm. to nineteen right now. And um, he's caught by his uncle, his mother's uh, brother, and his uncle's just like, like what the fuck? What the fuck is this? This is you know what I mean? This is devil shit. You know what I mean? And and he beats the shit out of his his uh, lover. Mm. And then he turns on to Kenneth Abdul and starts to kick the shit out of him. Oh, good. Right? And then he tells his lover to leave and never come back. And if he does, he'll tell everybody and and they're going to fucking murder you. Yeah. In the streets. And then he turns to Abdul and then he was like, you want to be a faggot so bad, I'm going to treat you like a faggot. And then he per- then he proceeds to rape Abdul. Oh God! Right, and he was just like, and if you tell anybody, I'll kill you as well. You know what I mean? You deserve this kind of thing. And Abdul is just like barely just gets himself together mm-hmm. and takes off in the night. Just completely just runs away after that, right? Yeah. Never sees his lover again, ever. And so he knows of people who are traveling uh, to America, like loosely. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In passing, people are just like, I'm going to leave this such a day. Just so happens, this is the day that he leaves. Yeah. So he goes. And with nothing, nothing to his name, he just runs away. His family just doesn't even fucking know. He's healing on this fucking journey. And they're trekking across deserts. They're trekking across this and that. They make it to they make it to uh, Italy. They, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Italy to uh, to France and Germany and shit like that. And he spends time and he learns art. Yeah, he learns how to use his hands. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He gains certain tools and and abilities through crossing through Europe. You know. And I, I want him to learn or get the eye of sculpture while he's begging for money and like a blind man is sculpting some shit. And he sits and watches him for hours. And and the guy's just like speaking in French, like, well, you like, are you? Yeah. Like, who's staring at me right now? Because I can feel you, but you're not saying anything. And Abdul doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, but he then the blind man points to him and says, like, come here, and then holds his hand to it. Yeah. And he's telling them, like, breathe through the clay. Let it take you to where it wants to be instead of the other way around. You know what I mean? The Let it, let it pass through your hands and, you know, breathe and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And slowly he, you know, he spent a few years in France and shit like that. And then he moves to this place and that place, and he makes it to makes it to America. So he leaves when he was about eighteen, gets to America about twenty three, then finds himself um, working manual labor at a um, art supply store, and then from there he gets his hands on equipment, 
and piecing things together and starts to create art. And quickly, he's starting to sell his things. And as you sell things, you make money. And as you yes. make money, your shit grows. And he's and he's had to sw- swallow all of this anxiousness, all of this anxiety. Um, I, I, I missed this part, right? So let's say through his journey... The person that was guiding him is like a old, like an older African guy. Okay. Right. A, mm-hmm. a Moroccan's African, but yes. it's like yeah. Arab African. Yes. But this guy is like an older African guy, maybe Mali, Somalia or something like mm-hmm. that. And he's about 10 years older than him. And he's his guide. He helps him do this or that. And um, let's say he, he falls in love with this guy. He's enamored with how he moves and how he's so quiet and and un, unassuming, but yet so strong. And he's made this journey before, but every time he's failed, the, mm. this African guy, mm-hmm. right? And Abdul, like, is seeing his faults, but loves that he has no quit. Mm-hmm. In this. And they make it to like Sweden or some shit like that before he gets to France. I know it's it's above, but hear me out. And he's and the African guy is caught. But he pushes Abdul under like a bench or some shit like that or uh, un, into the darkness and told him to be quiet. And Abdul holds his hand. And they hold the gaze. Mm-hmm. And that's all. And he's taken away. And he never, and presumably he never sees him again. Right? So, then all that happens, him finding sculpting and shit like that. He gets to America. He becomes something. He's quickly, curators want him. They want his pieces. He's selling shit. And, like, it's a fucking Hollywood kind of story. Yeah. Then he quickly finds, um... His wife, what's his, his wife's name? name is Loretta. Loretta finds Loretta. She's a a buxom ass, six foot tall redhead, and he it's everything that fits into his mentality of the American dream, right? Because he was happy in Morocco. He never planned to leave that, but circumstances, right? You of know. course. Then he breaks out of his thoughts and shit like that. Then he goes off the bed and he lays next to her and she comes on to him and they make love. Yeah. And um, the next day um, he wakes up like from a nightmare of him holding the hand of the African guy Mm -hmm. and him being taken away and the anxiety. He wakes up like, (sighs) and um, his wife is like in the shower or some shit like that. And the kids like bombard it, you know, come through the door and shit like yeah. that. Like, yeah. And he's like having fun with them and shit. And he's like, all right, I'm going to make breakfast. And he makes breakfast and shit. And um, when he's making breakfast, everybody's got a plate. And then his wife comes down the stairs holding the envelope. Mm-hmm. And she's like, who's this from? And he's just like, snatches it from her. He's like, nobody. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't worry about that. 
I got this. Not even explaining anything to her. She's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And the kids go to school or whatever the fuck. And they, you know, do certain kid shit. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes back into his studio. And she's, like, worried about him and shit. She's worried, like, what the fuck is going on with him? Who's was that envelope? Or whatever. And she she catches him staring out the window again. He does this for hours. Right? And I want an underlining problem with narcotics in here. Okay. It's like barbiturates or something like that. Like, he's popping. Prescriptions. Prescription, yeah, prescription shit. For, just to try to forget. The pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? He doesn't drink alcohol. He doesn't want alcohol. But the pills do it for him. Because they, they they gave him pills. Let's say he, they gave him pills because of arthritis and shit. Yeah. So that helps him. But he abuses it like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, using your hands. Yeah. And he's just staring. Now he's... I want to say now Kenneth Abdul is about 60 years old now. Okay. Right, mm-hmm. this is this is him the whole time. The birthday party, his making love to his wife, all that shit. He's sixty at this whole time, right? Um, while we're in the present, that mm-hmm. is. Yes. Then he goes to um, he sits down after like finding a memory through his brain that just it, it brings him back to like the rape that his uncle yes. did to him, and he. Like is breaking down and shit like that, and his wife comes in and his hands are buried in her in his head and his head is buried in her hand. No fuck, his, his hands. head is buried in his hands, covered in clay and shit. Mm. And she's like begging and pleading, pleading for him to talk to her, and then he like just pours it all out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like. Like whoa, and this and this letter that he received, that he received like, let's say, twelve years ago, before his kids, is an unopened letter, but as of now, it's just eating away at him. I mean, he needs to know. Yeah, he needs to know. Like who? Like this is this is the name on the, on the uh, return portion is the name of the African guy. Oh, the African guy. Yeah, the African guy that was taken away. Yeah, the navigator. Yeah, and she's like, what you need to know because your soul will be so unrested if you fall into this shit. If you do not open this shit, you will die. Yeah. And you'll be a tormented soul on this earth. Uneasy. Yeah, for sure. I want it, he opens it, and I hope, and it will read like, I hope I, this finds you well, Abdul. Um, I have finally made it, you know, to America, and I've been here for some time. I live, you know, on the opposite side. Let's say he lives in um, Idaho or some shit like that, right? And he's built some life for himself. He's out. He loves himself and shit like that. And he like confesses in a way like I've had these un, unabastard 
was on a bastard. I don't know. That has to be a fucking word because I feel it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like an untethered way I felt about you, and I just saw you recently in in a you know a newspaper, and then it's a lot of tracking down because you're uh, you go by a different name than yes. what I know for you. Mm-hmm. You know, Kenneth. Um, yeah, and I hope this reaches you well, and you know, please write me back. Yours truly, the African guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And he's like weeping and shit. And then he goes down to, he sits down at his desk. And he's writing, crumpling up his papers, writing, crumpling up his paper, writing, you know, over and over again. And he finally drafts uh, a what is honest to him. And I want this to be like the 70s. Okay. Yeah. So it, writing makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so he drafts it and his wife takes it, doesn't even read it, puts it in the envelope. Sends it back to him. And a few days later, after him just... Now he's not staring out of his... He hasn't made a piece since he opened it. He's just staring out of the window, just waiting for the mailman. You know, like a fucking dog. Yeah. And it returns to him, right? Mm-hmm. It re- returned to Cinder. Yes. Right? And he's like, well, like, what the fuck? And so he's like looking up the name, like maybe I could shoot this shit mm-hmm. so he gets a new address you know what I mean yeah and he sends it off and shit like that and he gets a reply back and it's the lover of the African oh, guy yeah and he's just like hey like hello Abdul this is like Marco you know African guy's lover and um, I want you to know personally that in his last days, he's called out for you. <sighs> and in a fever, he's called out for you. And I cannot give him what he wanted, but just know that he loved you. And he never forgot about you this whole entire time. You know what I mean? His grave marker is this, this, this. And he sits in silence and shit like that and. He just. He waited too long. Yeah. And he takes a plane out there. And I want the last scene to be like. He's walking up on his grave and shit and places the flowers and shit like that and puts his hand on there. And then his other hand is what he sculpted. And it was like. It's like two hands painfully being torn away from each other. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I like that shit. <laughs> How did you like that? That was really nice. That was ve- it was very interesting and I can that's like way too deep to be like a lifetime thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cuz lifetime shit always is always like corny and I hate to say this but you know this one ain't corny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I know you've told me the pretty much this before. Yeah. But yeah. it 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 was way more interesting knowing more for sure anything i should change about it um de- definitely those dumbass names i gave you for his kids oh yeah <laughs> those are pretty bad names um you put me on the spot um uh i don't know i mean the only thing i could say is just expand on the journey yeah i kind of i fucked the pooch up on that i screwed the pooch 
because it was supposed to be clear that his guide was somebody that that's who he overheard yeah. and brought him. And then that's how he fell in love with him because he placed his hands in a man again, an older guy, and he didn't fuck that up. Yeah. Because of him, he got to France to learn how to sculpt. Because of him, he learned this shit and he got to America. And yeah, he built this empire that he has right now, but it's all because of him. Yeah. And in his gratitude, he has admiration as well as extreme like um, love for him. And yes, it spans sexually. Yes. Um, homosexually, but as well as an honest love for this man. Yeah. yeah. And plus it's something um, that he was taught that was wrong. Obviously, we already knew that from the part with his uncle and his first lover that he spent a lot of time with. So, I mean, that just goes to show you that something was going to come back, but in a more positive way. And the only thing is, though, it was just too far for him to grasp. So, there's a lot of, like, different parts to this, and I really like it. I'm glad you... It was very interesting. Thank you. What would you rate it? Um, A nine. Damn, let's go, baby. I like that. What, um... What do you think we should name it? Um, I was thinking Moroccan Secrets. And then I was also thinking um, something something about forbidden. So like forbidden secrets of Morocco or um, forbidden lover. That's hella cheesy. But just something along the lines of that. I really liked Moroccan Secrets just because it it's not necessarily like all in Morocco or. Yeah, I like Moroccan Secrets. I like that. Yeah. Okay, cool. That was easy peasy. Yeah. Lemon squeezy. Boom, pal, how you like me now? I am Jody Pratt with my fellow host. Sunflower. And this is the Scrapbook Podcast, Director's Cut. Um, I hope you like this. Um, Moroccan Secrets. This is an oldie but a goodie. I have an, a couple other ones. And I just found out that I have a slap three, too. Like, I got slap two I didn't do. A slap two. A slap one is Detroit. Slap two, L.A. Slap three is guess where it is. Is it a big city? Yes. Is it California? No. Okay. Two is more it, guesses. Is it Chicago? No. You said Detroit and LA, right? Yes. Um, is it um um Miami, Florida? No, no. London. Oh. I wasn't thinking international. London them. You get me, man. <laughs> we love you, bruv. Don't stop being creative. Peace. It sounded Irish. Shy, 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 shy.